Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is your Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons Live. I'm Fergus, I'm your host. Uh, you're joining us ahead of the Sheffield United game. I am joined by uh, Big Steve. Big Steve, uh, how are you? Hello. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And also joined today by uh, Old Man Trev. It's almost like oh, uh, it's almost like uh, you're becoming uh, the co-host, Trev. Well, I wouldn't say that, Fergus. But uh, I am enjoying every second I appear on this podcast, mate, because we talk about the Arsenal. We, we don't get too heavy on the Arsenal. We, we're fans of the Arsenal. We love the Arsenal. Whatever the Arsenal may do, whoever may own them, we'll still love the Arsenal because we're proper fans. And today we're going to talk about a big win, hopefully, mate. Hello, everybody, by the way. Hello, Fergus. Thanks for having me again, mate. And uh, Russ in the chat saying hello, as is Max in um, in Melbourne saying hello. Uh, I expect Max is probably three sheets of the wind in lockdown Melbourne right now. Um, listen, uh, you brought up a question. You said fans. Are we fans or are we supporters? Keep that one. That's that's a that's a question I've and a debate I've been having. Is there a difference between a fan and supporter? Look, let's set out where we're going to go with this. We're going to briefly look back at the League Cup victory over Liverpool on a penalty shootout. Uh, and then we're going to concentrate more on the Sheffield United game, look at some of the head-to-head facts between Arsenal and Sheffield United, uh, announce um, the lineups as they come through. Steve's going to um, share that in, in our window. Yes, as I expected, hence why you didn't get a phone call to say to join us, uh, Max is pissed <laughs> at the part. We didn't expect anything else. Didn't expect anything else. Right. So he's got a right to be fairness, he's got a right to be. Sorry, sorry, folks. Yeah, yeah, he's he's locked he's locked down in Melbourne and it's uh it's probably ten o'clock at night out there or something like that. So after 90 minutes goalless at Anfield, Leno saved two penalties uh, before Joel Willock scored the winning spot kick. Obviously, we had El Nenny in that spot kick. Uh, he missed he missed his penalty, uh, and then we had that cocky 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 fantastic <laughs> penalty taken by uh, this man here who's going to pop up in our screens uh, mohammed el neni um here we go will it work it's not my El my bro my no, El Neni. Um, <laughs> if that's mohammed el neni i'm eating my hat it's mohammed el neni with a suntan <laughs> 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 easy uh yeah so um yeah leno we need to talk about leno in this game leno was absolutely excellent he you know they, they had seven shots on target versus our two he must have he must have made six outstanding saves trev what did you make of leno's performance yeah i spoke about this the other night fergus i thought i thought that leno rose to the occasion once again and he put his doubters in their place and um he had, a, he had a fantastic game, didn't he? I thought Martinez might have held a couple of them saves he made, by the way. But uh, apart from that, yeah, he was... Uh, that's several tongue-in-cheek, by the way, before anybody gets on me back, he's tongue-in-cheek. Um, he had a great game, some fantastic saves. He's still got some doubters on his back, even after a performance like that. So he's not going to win. He's never going to win all season. He's just got to play his best and, uh, and, and kick the doubters into touch, mate. Very impressed with Leno. Especially the pressure he's under as well, Fergus. Steve, what did you make of him? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, yeah, I think early on, I think first half, there was a couple of shots that, you know, even though tongue in cheek, everybody was saying Martinez would have held on to them. Um, but the second half, he completely came into his own. I think we were under siege and he dealt with everything as well as it needed to be dealt with. Um, yeah. And, and I think his, his post-match comments, you know, I've always been the number one. I was always going to be number one and I'll continue to be number one. I think it sums it up. He's he's confident in his own ability. Mikel Arteta is confident in his ability. If he can keep a clean sheet away at Anfield, despite the changes in the team, then we got to get behind the man. I, I thought yeah, well was, said, um, Steve. Well said. Sorry, folks. Well said, Steve. What we've got to remember as well is that um, is that um, um, Leno's a German and Germans don't get down too easy. They're confident kind of people, you know. They stick to their hmm. ways. As we've seen with our Mr. Klopp at Liverpool, which we won't linger on too long. But uh, yeah, Leno's all right. He's got his weaknesses. I see Russ has just popped up with a comment, Fergus, mate, there. Of course, Leno's got his weaknesses. But tell me a goalkeeper that hasn't got a weakness, you know, and I'll put you right. So let's all get behind him. Well said, Steve. Sorry, Fergus. I promise I won't butt in any more today. I'm not going to be a bugger today. I'm no, not no, no, no. Anymore, sir. It, 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 it's, it's fine. It's fine. I was only going to say uh, that shot he parried from Yotta's header. Uh, was was outstanding. Um, and then Minamino, he hit the crossbar with Minamino, and I think there was a follow-up shot that he saved, mm. uh, which was reflex-wise, I thought that was really good. I do agree with Ross. Uh, Ross said in the chat uh, he needs more control in, in his box. Uh, I, I, I think our, our previous number two had more control in the box. Um, but then again, as you said rightly, uh, uh, Trev, that um, if you look at different keepers, had had their shortcomings. Peter Cech couldn't go down to his right at all. He just couldn't get down, and he was always that was his weak spot. Uh, Almunia's weak spot was just being in goal. Um, but you know that's not a here now. Listen, one thing about him, he's the first keeper to keep a clean sheet at Anfield since Manoni did in September 2012. So it's uh, it's a long time since we had a uh, clean sheet at Anfield. Uh, the manager said, "I really believe in Bird." Uh, I know him really well, uh, what he can give to us. Um, we didn't want to sell uh, Emmy, uh, but one, had, one, one of them had to go, and it was the best thing for both parties. Um, there's still a big gap between us and Liverpool. We'll keep improving to try and reach their level. Next game is Man City, uh, December 22nd, 23rd. Why so far away, Trev? Oh, I don't know. Ask the Carabao Cup people, Fergus. <laughs> I don't know, mate. <laughs> This bloody stupid, stupid international break hasn't helped, does it? You know, why on no. earth that's happening? I do not know, but I don't know, mate. I don't really care to be honest. It's uh, it's we're into the next round, we've got City again. I'm feeling confident about that game, but obviously, we'll talk about that at a later date, matey. But wouldn't it, don't you think it would have been better to maybe get the um, Cabo Cup out of the way, maybe this side of Christmas, and then we have the Christmas fixtures, and then you've got. Uh, Europe and um, uh, Europe and the FA Cup after January. Ah, oh, well, you see, Fergus, you would say that makes sense. I would say that makes sense. Ninety-nine point nine percent of football fans would say that makes sense. The football clubs themselves would probably say it makes sense, but none of that counts, mate. Because the only thing that counts nowadays is sponsors, TV, and money. So we'll just do mm. what they say, mate. Hmm. An injury update from that game. Danny Ceballos was taken off as a substitute uh, after a thigh groin injury. Apparently, he's recovered and he's available for selection today. 
Smith Rowe is now back in full training, uh, further to a shoulder injury that he had in August. So there's no other issues from Thursday's game at Liverpool. Um, we're going to go on to the Sheffield game, but we may as well look at some of the injuries that we've got since we're talking about that. We've got Callum Chambers. He's out. Uh, probably coming back in after this ridiculous international break in October. He's hoping to be back into training for then. Pablo Mari is out um, with uh, an ankle ligament uh, damage during City's game in June 17th, aiming to be back in full training in the next two weeks. Uh, Martinelli um, sustained an injury during training in June 21st. He continues on a daily strengthening program. Um, and he's aiming to be back in full training by the end of the year. And fantastic news for Scunny. He will um, be delighted to hear this, that um, Mustafi is aiming to be back in full training after the international break. Some great news there for you, Mike. Sheffield United. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for the comments, Fergus. Wait for it. He's typing yeah. at this very moment, Scunny. Right, he's typing. There's smoke coming out from under that woolly out of his. His pineapple head will be falling over with anger, right? And he'll be typing that this very second, Scully. You wait for it. <laughs> um, apparently, apparently, Nelson is out as well. He picked up um, a ham hamstring injury. Um, so, and he's speaking on behalf of um, Scully and saying his normal strap line. Steve, um, Sheffield, what's your thoughts on the Sheffield game? Um, I think we'll do all right. I think we'll, I think we'll dominate most of the game. Um, I don't know. I just got a good feeling about this one. Uh, last season, they were a hard site to play against, but I think the second round of fixtures, um, and sort of the, 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 the latter end of last season, I think they weren't quite the team they were at the start. And I think that's because teams knew how to play against them. Um, this season they haven't started well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just feel that we'll get a good good result today. They, I don't think they've got a lot of threat going forward. Um, yeah, they're solid at the back. They're solid in the middle. But I think if you know how to play against them and I think Arteta will set up well, I think we've got every chance of, of going there, getting a clean sheet and coming away with the three points. Or not going there, stay, you know, going to the Emirates and picking up three points. Um. Trev, this could have been the first home game that we could have attended this season uh, if um, the silly rules weren't put back in again. Whether you believe them or not, that's uh, neither here nor there. That's not what I'm getting into. Uh, it's quite a sad day. I, 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 to be honest, I've been in a bit of a foul mood all weekend just because of the fact I mightn't have been, I might not have been in the, in, in, in the ballot. Who knows? But at least I would have liked the opportunity. What, what, what do you think on that? Yeah, agree, Fergus, agree. It's... Uh... It's sad that we can't go to our beloved Emirates, you know, and, and watch our beloved football team. Who knows what's going on, mate? I don't think anybody on this planet knows what's right and what's wrong with this COVID. Everybody's expressing opinions. Everybody's scoring points or opinions, but nobody really knows. And 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 I, I can't say any more than that. But I'd give my right arm to be in that football ground today, watching my beloved Arsenal. I'd give my left arm to be meeting up with the lads before the game. You know, you Fergus and old Potsy and and judges and all that lot, and, and and having a few beers because I miss it dearly. You know, and at my age, I have many left in me, so I've got. You know, I, I miss it dearly, mate. And 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 I shall be watching today, but I shall be wishing I was there, mate. Can you put up that comment from Andy Fink there about Brian Marwood? Do you mind? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, um, 
Andy, it's no good you commenting that on here, mate, because most of this lot on here won't remember that, man, you know, and uh, it is the derby today, and we'll be, we'll be. Brian Marwood played for, for us and, and Sheffield United, um, Fergus, uh, a long, long time ago. There's a song there somewhere, but I'm not going to sing it. Um, yeah, so I am gutted we're not going today, but I'm, I'm more gutted that I'm not giving you big sloppy hugs and kisses, Fergus, having a fight before <laughs> and after the game today, sir. That's true, yeah, because you do you get more and more amorous the more beer you get, don't you? I'm I'm, I'm still getting over. I'm still I'm still getting over. I'm still getting over London Bridge after uh, the Palace game. <laughs> you you led me astray that day, or at least that's what I've told the missus. <laughs> and I've just went to go home and I bumped into that bloke Dave Phillips, didn't I? Eh? And he led me astray again, so I had a double astray leading day. I wasn't in the good books when I got home. If that's what you've told the lovely Donna, uh, I'm not going to say anything further on the matter. What goes on tour stays on tour, eh? Thank you, Fergus. Appreciate that. Look, Sheffield yeah. will remain to be without Simon Moore, uh, Mousset, uh, and but John Egan is back after a one-match game. But that's timed quite nicely because they've lost Jack O'Connell, who's been ruled out for about six months following knee surgery. Arsenal are winless in the past 12 league games um, against Sheffield United, drawing one and losing two. Uh, the most recent victory was in 2006, although they did beat them in the FA Cup quarterfinal last June. The Blades have gone 10 matches without a victory away to Arsenal since beating them 1-0. You might have been at this one, August 1971. What's, uh, I might have been. I wouldn't remember, Fergus. I might have been. I might have been. What was the score, Fergus? 1-0 to the Arsenal. Huh? Of course, it's going to be 1-0 to the Arsenal. Was it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hang on a minute. I'll tell you, son. We're on August 1971. Oh, my yeah. Lord. That'll be 71, 72 season. Keep talking. I'll find it. Where are we? <laughs> so, we, uh, August we've drawn two and lost eight well, against uh, us. Actually, folks, yeah. it was 1-0, but we lost 1-0, son. So. That's what I said. <laughs> it's the last, the last time they beat us. Oh, right. I thought, oh, sorry. I thought you said the lot. Oh, uh, move on, move on. <laughs> right. Um, so, what do you expect the lineup to be, Steve? Well, what's your thoughts on who will have. Let, goalkeeper has to be Leno, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if Arteta went with the back four today. Obviously, we did it in the cup. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we if we saw Gabriel and, and Louise maybe um, had a bit more in the middle. I think if Sabayas is fit, I think he might play in a three with Elneny and, and Xhaka, put everything out there, have Willian, you know, Willian, um, Lacazette and Aubameyang up top. And I think really, really try and get at them because they haven't got a lot of forward power. So I think if we can, if we can dominate them on the front foot, then I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a back four. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Do you not worry about um, Louise in the back four, Trev? Oh, mate. As soon as Steve, <laughs> big, big Steve mentioned Louise in the back four then, I was heading off to the toilet, mate. Uh, no, no, please don't do I wouldn't that want it, us. but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Arteta has a lot of faith in David Louise, whether he's in a four or, or a three. Uh, yeah, you see, I've, uh, Louise will play, I would think, in a back three today, Steve, I would think. But, I, you know, I, I would love to see Louise further up the field and I would love to see the back three be 
probably holding Gabriel and Luis today with mm. with Mari to come in when he's fit. That's what I would like to see. It's not what we're going to see because he's not going to move Luis up the field, but I'd like to see Luis moved up the field. But Luis in the back four for me, Steve, is a no, no, no. Look at yeah, the comments, I, mate. You've given about 10 people heart attacks. <laughs> I, no, I, I say it's, it's, it's completely, it's absolutely not what I would pick, but I just, I just wouldn't be surprised if we saw saw a back four today as i say he, he tried it in the cup um there's got to be a reason as to why he, he he had a back four during the week when it when every other game you know even even against leicester we were in a back three with the with a two wing back so um i don't know it'll be interesting to see what the lineup is but we'll yeah we'll see in 15 minutes um yeah. guys uh arsenal have scored 33 percent of their shots on goal uh this season um Six uh, out of uh, eighteen, excluding blocks. Um, it, it, you know, we had this debate on Arsenal fans forum regarding creativity, and you know, there's an awful lot of pressure upon Abamyang uh, being up top on his own, um, it, are being the main provider of goals. Where where do you see more goals coming from, and how do you see? that um that being uh, achieved steve you go first um i think uh i think either either put william behind you know bring bring abamyang infield you know not quite as a as a central striker but if you're going to play lacazette and you're going to play william and abamyang maybe bring abamyang infield play william floating behind because the two games um I mean, the Fulham game, he was almost, he was so far in field, William, and Aubameyang was coming in a lot. Um, you know, we scored, we scored a few good goals. Um, the game when, when Nelson was coming in, so I think if you've got someone floating behind Aubameyang and, and Lacazette able to try and sort of link the play together, um, I think that's one way of getting more goals. Our midfield, you know, Xhaka, Elneny and Ceballos, they're not known for scoring goals. Um I don't think I can't. I think you could probably count on one hand how many goals the three of them scored last season. Um, even on any at Besiktas, I think you only got two. Um, so the midfield isn't getting any goals. Wing backs aren't going to get any goals. Um, so yeah, I think you've got to do something with that with that front three. Whether you you know you play someone as a floating ten with the two strikers ahead, or you know, <clears throat> or you know the idea would have been bringing a bringing a goal scoring midfielder but yeah i think you've got to do something something different with the front three another question for you steve are you self-isolating right, right now <laughs> i'm, I'm not gonna, I, 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 I need to I, I coughing. i'm putting my mask on <laughs> i'm not coughing no I, i've sneezed twice it's it's his bloody dog my, my dad and my sister decided to start lockdown let's get a dog knowing that i'm highly allergic but i was downstairs this morning so um <laughs> so i i need to i need to shoot off and just you know, blow, blow me nose, but <laughs> I'll leave that with you guys. <laughs> um, right. Trev, uh, where do you, where do you see, um, where do you see uh, the solution coming to get more goals? Lacazette has scored uh, three and three, according to Max. Uh, well, that's a fact, but also um, Kieran Garner says that we should bench Laka. Would you start Laka? Would you have him in the middle? Look, Fergus, just going back to what Big Steve says, right? I'm going to put, a, I can put a completely different perspective on it. And what it is, mate, it's horses for courses, right? Playing El Nenny and Xhaka against Liverpool 
you can fully understand that. Liverpool are the best side in the country. They press high. They haven't got a weak player all over the field. And you're going to play a couple of defensive midfielders and, in a way, hope for the best, right? Now, today's a different proposition. Today's a different proposition. It's Sheffield United. They play three games. They've lost three games. They haven't scored a goal yet this season, right? They're struggling. They lost their best player, their goalkeeper, in a close season. The bloke that's come in is average. He ain't brilliant, right? So, hopefully, we'll play our team according to the opposition, which is something that's not happened before, which is something that Arteta has got. He's got a plan B, right? So, I there's no way I would think that El Nenny and Xhaka are going to start today. I would like to see El, ne El Nenny start in front of Xhaka, to be honest. Um, actually, I would like to see um, Louise play in that position before either of them. But and, and we, no, we don't drop Lacquer. We don't drop Lacquer. We play Lacquer and Alba. People got to stop going on about Alba being on the left. I honestly believe that Alba prefers to be on the left. I genuinely do think that Alba prefers to be on the left. Coming in from, from that side, he seems to get a lot of time, a lot of space and a lot of chances at goal. Lacquer's our top goal scorer. It, what, what, what might happen today for... Arteta's got this habit, hasn't he, of shocking us with choices, putting someone in that we didn't expect. When he played El Nenny last week, no one saw that coming, you know? So it wouldn't surprise me, it may not happen, but it wouldn't surprise me if Eddie didn't get a start today. Maybe a front three, Lacquer, Alba and Eddie, and, and you leave Willian out. If we, We're going to be more creative without either Xhaka or El Nenny because I can't see how Ceballos doesn't play, you know? Ceballos hmm. should play from the start. That gives us more room to play. And, of course, the back, five, the back five are not going to be under anywhere near as much pressure, fingers crossed. So you'll find you've got our wing-backs getting forward a bit more. Hopefully, we've got Saka playing because Saka makes a lot, a lot of ground as well and, 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 and makes a lot of space and, and, and moves us forward. And, of course, if Louise isn't under so much pressure, he can take that step forward and he can spray the passes. So, for me, it's all she's for courses, Fergus. We went defensive against Liverpool. It didn't work. But we were in the game for 80-odd minutes. For me, we don't need to play that style of play against Sheffield United. They're nowhere near Liverpool. So we play a more expansive side. We play more ball players. And I would like to see both Saka and Ceballos in from the start today. I think Ceballos will be Saka. I'm not so sure about, mate. They haven't scored in their opening three games. Um, if they lose today, it will be their seventh consecutive Premier League defeat. It would equal their longest streak of top flight uh, between August and September 1975. Uh, I expect, as Ross said in the comments earlier, which we put up on the screen while you were talking, that as they haven't uh, won any games, they're going to come. They're going to be very compact. They're going to be very hard to uh, break down. I still think they play a strange formation out of the back where they center halves uh type of split the wing backs drop in um and it, it confused people at the start of last season um you know we, we're going to need to unlock that uh that that very compact probably two banks of four um and i just can't see do, do, do you try willock could willock if you had if you did play a back four for example as you, as you were saying um uh, Steve, and you had uh, Elneny and Shaka, and maybe Willock or Sabias or somebody in that sort of role. Would that work? Um, I, 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 for me, that that's why I think he might 
he might go for a back four. Um, but yeah, I mean, we saw it last season. Trev mentioned Saka. For some reason, Saka didn't even cross my mind when talking about the back four. But we saw Saka play um, in midfield last season when we, we, we played a back four at some stage and he played almost like a, a floating 10. Um, so something like that could could work again. I don't think Willock... Um, I don't think he's he works hard, and we saw that saw that in the in the week. But I I just don't think he's got the I don't think he's got the creative brain sort of for for it. We saw him play as a ten a couple of times last season. I don't think he's got that. He he's more of like an Aaron Ramsey style midfielder. I think sort of late runs into the box, trying to you know trying to get through. I don't think he's the sort of player to hold back and pick a pass, whereas Saka and Sabios are. So depending on the system. I think I think either of those two players could be key to to breaking them down. Okay, okay. So predictions where the lineups will be coming up shortly uh, in about five minutes. Um, predictions. I know we've done it on our chat, so I I know what Trevor and mine is. Uh, Steve hasn't got his bollocks out yet, and uh, no, I, I, I I think do nil. I was I was just I was just looking at my phone. I was thinking, shit, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> but yeah, I think two nil. I think I think it'll just be a solid solid dominant performance for us. Okay. Um, ahead of the lineups, then, what is your prediction of the, uh, the score, Trev? Oh, can I wait like the other sheets? No, you know me, Fergus. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, what are you called? Lead um, judges? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got more rare than judges. Oh, don't Josh. mention lack of air, by the way, to lead judges at the moment. He's a bit touchy about it. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go double what uh, double what Steve said. I'm gonna go big. I'm gonna go four 0 to the Arsenal. Lack at the score again. Albert will get his scoring boots back on, and four uh, 0 Hopefully Gabriel plays and smashes one in with his head and all. Then we're all singing and dancing, oh, and lovely. everyone's happy again. I'll agree with you in the sense that there'll be four goals. I think we'll concede one. Uh, so I'm gonna go for three one. Um, yeah, listen, I just what I'm what I'm hoping for, a bit like we did on Monday night, uh, we went into a game just looking for performances, looking for improvement game on game. I think we are seeing that even with uh, the game Thursday night, there was some uh, improvement, um, uh, you know, and you could see some depth. I thought Monday night, uh, sorry, uh, Thursday night for me uh, was very much a very hard fought competitive game, almost Almost to a Premier League standard. I did. I was in the pub. I had been in the pub a lot and a long time, so I had a, several pints. So it, that might have tainted my view. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to see some uh, some competitive football uh, for us to to dominate a game, especially against a lower side team and at home, if that really matters. Does at home matter, Trev? Uh, yeah, I still think it matters, Fergus. I still think it matters, mate. Not as much, obviously, because we're not there cheering our boys on. But they, they, they know the dressing room. They know the setup. They know the pitch. They know the feel of the ground. So I still think home games are, are an advantage, but nowhere near as much as they uh, they should be. I, I just hope for. I just hope that if we play a back four today, that our man, Mister Leno's on top form because I think we might need him. But um, We'll, I, I'm sure we'll be all right today. I really am sure. Ev- everything says we will be all right today, but then it's the Arsenal, so we can't be 100% certain, can we? 
And Lacazette scoring would would be would be uh, good um, after Monday night's performance. And you know, as as I said in the chat, uh, getting Monday out of his head because um, he was he was unlucky Monday night not to score two or three. Uh, you would have said, uh, Steve. Yeah, I I think a lot of people sort of got quite got quite harsh on Lacazette. I think. Um, I think he had a good game. I think he worked hard. He got into the positions well. He's, you know, he scored the first goal. Um, yeah, I just think very, very, you know, uh, he's up against probably, uh, you know, probably the best keeper in the world, really. Um, he Who, come Adrian? out, you know. Oh no, he was. It, it was uh, that was uh, Monday Monday night. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think I think he's. Yeah, I, I I think if he can if he can score, you know, he's had a lot of a lot of doubters over the break, a lot of doubters the end of last season. Um, you could see, you know, you could see he was gutted to to not you know not get on the score sheet on Monday um, again. Um, but yeah, I think I think Eddie's pushing him um, in terms of you know work rate. So I think that's why we'll see a lot this season. We'll see both of them interchanging. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it'd be great for him to great for him to score again. And I think confident, you know, we've always said Lacazette is a confidence player. So if he can get four and four, then there's n- not much else we can really ask ask from him. I'm just waiting. Do you want to check I, on your other screen? Because you're going to share screens, aren't you? So, yeah. I'll have a see, I Let's can't see. remember, right? I can't remember Lacazette missing a chance on Monday. I can remember the goalkeeper making a blinding save, coming out and making himself big, and yeah, and, uh, that's that's what I mean. And, that's what I mean. Making a great save, but I tell you what, I think the problem with Lacazette is, I think the problem with Lacazette is he can't shrug off a, a, a missed opportunity. It, it, it sits in his mind mm-hmm. for two. You look at him when he came off, right on Monday when he came off, he was sat there devastated on the sidelines, which is not a bad thing because a striker should be devastated if they have a chance and they don't score. But they have to move on from it. And I think Lacker lets it play on his mind a little bit, maybe. And he'd had that albeit offside chance a few minutes before that he'd fluffed. So maybe that was still in his head. But then Lacker's doing all right. He's our top scorer. He's a better option than Eddie at the moment to start the game. And we've got to stick with him. And we've got to keep singing his name when we're allowed back in the ground. So he's his side out. Yeah, what? Team News. Leno, Bellerin, David Luiz, Gabriel. Tierney, Sabias, Elneny, Saka, William, Nketiah, and Abamyang. So, so it is a back four, uh, sounds like. No, no, Xhaka. Uh, no, uh, no, Xhaka. It's Sabias and Elneny. I knew that had happened. Check. I knew that had happened. Get the picture up. Let me try and. Is it? Is it up on Twitter now? Yeah, it's on Arsenal's Twitter feed. Right, oh, it's not on their website. Hang on a minute. <laughs> uh, right, let's go. Hang on a minute. Um, and on the bench, let's we go. have got Renarison holding Maitland Niles, Willock, Shaka's on the bench, as is Lacazette, uh, as is Pepe. Here we um, go. I'm glad I'm I'm glad Inketia is getting getting um getting a start. Let's just bring that up on there. So it's basically Sorry. exactly what I what I suggested back four wise be David Luiz and Gabriel, um, 
I'm glad Tierney's at left back and not Kalasanach. <laughs> and yet it looks as if wow. Saka will be playing in, in the midfield, like we mentioned just a moment ago. Um, either Saka or Zabias slightly forward, but with no Jacker, Zabias looks as if he'll be playing deep. Um, in Ketia to Yek, so, I think. Go on, Trev. So Saka will be the left wing back then? No, it doesn't look as if there is wing backs. Bellerin, so, Louise, Gabriel, Tierney. So you look. Uh, oh, okay. Looks like a back four. Oh, my Lord. It... Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and what oh, are they doing? Somebody Eddie, as point, Eddie as a point man then. And Saka, so. William, Abamyang behind. Yeah. Well, Steve's, that, called, Steve's called, called that well. Steve's called that well, in fairness. We, he said just now that the lacquer and Nketiah and may well swing around this mm. season. I, I just think. Pleased to see El Nenny. John, yeah, I, was, I think I think Nketi is he's got he's got legs. You know, Lacazette works hard and he he's bullish and he sort of holds up the ball better. But I think if we can split their split their back three or have Nketi, you know, like like the other week, um, as Men was saying, you know, Nketi just buzzes around and makes a nuisance of himself. <laughs> um, you can, I think that will bring Aubameyang, William. Um, I think it will bring them into the game and and Saka floating around behind. I think it's. It's a real, it's a real decent for. I, I, I can't see it being a five-two-three. Scunny says in the comments that's a five-two-three formation. Yeah. Can you see oh, a five-two-three? Five five we've got five. I'm sh I'm sure we've got five at the back there, mate. I'm sure we've got five at the back there. With El Nenny, we we'll have Bellerin, Louise, Gabriel, Tierney, and Saka. The then thing we'll is, the way El Nenny, Ceballos, and Willian. And then Ketir and Albamiang up the front. That's how I think, anyway. If you if you have a look at the way that Arsenal normally put out their team sheets, though, this is this is why I think it's a back four. They normally have the three centre backs and then wing back, midfielder, midfielder, wing back, and then the front three. Whereas this time they've gone with Bellerin straight from the front, David Luiz, Gabriel Tierney, then the three midfielders. So, I mean, we'll see see on the TV lineup because they. They get the formation, don't they? And they put it all out and dot it all up. Um, but I think looking at the way, noticing the way that Arsenal put out their team sheets, it's normally three centre-backs first if it's a back three and then wing-back midfielder, midfielder, wing-back. So it'll be interesting. Any changes in our, um, our, our, our... Our predictions are fixed, by the way, but any changes in our predictions? Yes, I have. Yes, me. 5-0. 5-0. Five <laughs> <nil. laughs> Oh dear, guys! Listen, I'm going to get this up on on uh, SoundCloud and Spotify and everywhere else. I'm going to get myself over the pub and get a proper proper beer, not this tin stuff. Um, thank you for joining us, Steve. Um, thanks for no sharing worries. the screen because my computer is just on its last legs. Uh, Trev, as always, a pleasure. Uh, only one last thing to say, guys: up the arse. Cheers, up boys! The up the Arsenal. Five nil. Five nil. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.